2: Jesus and how he lived would end much of the confusion about God. You see, when Jesus stepped out of heaven, he was love with skin on. Now, he just didn't talk about love. He loved. And so people that before thought that God was distant, as they watched Jesus, he wasn't distant. He was approachable. He loved people.
0: There are so many choices in the world. What flavor of ice cream should I get? What kind of phone should I get? It's easy to become confused when making a decision. Pastor Mark will tell us that 2,000 years ago, people were confused about God. There were many religions, and they represented so many different gods. Like today, people didn't know what to think about God, but God promised that He would make Himself known to man, and He did, in a real way. Jesus came to earth to allow us to know and have a relationship with God. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now here's Pastor Mark with his special message entitled, God With Us, beginning in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14.
2: take a little uh, trip down memory lane. Christmas Eve is always a night to make memories. I'm going to say something to see if you guys can relate to it. How many remember Howard Johnson restaurants? Anybody remember that? Not the hotels, the restaurants. Okay. What were they known for? Ice cream. Here it is. 28 flavors. How many remember that? Yeah. I remember as a little kid going in there, and you know, you looked at all those. And go, oh my goodness! And Dad's always behind. Like, come on, come on, come on, pick one, pick one. I can't pick one, pick one, pick one, pick one. So we got confused. There were just too many. Well, it's even worse today. If you go into this place like Cone Stone Bake, they have the slab there. What's it called? Cone Cold, Cold Stone, whatever it is. You go in there, and it's not only lots of ice cream. It's what like a million things to add to it. There it is. And not only does that cause confusion, but you have to take a loan out before you go in there to get you one of those suckers. (laughs) Amen? Okay. Well, in our world, there's lots of confusion. Ice cream is just one thing. Try to pick a phone today. Oh, my goodness. Well, in front of us tonight, we have these words. God with us. Here in Melbourne and Vieira and Sebastian Orlando, what does that mean to you? If we took this and put it out on the street, what would that mean? See, there's massive amount of confusion about those simple words, God with us. 2,000 years ago, the world was the same. There were so many people confused about God Just like today, there were lots of religions in the world that had their own little gods. In fact, the Jewish religion that worshipped the one true God, pretty much they were dead. It was nothing more than rules and regulations and rituals. People didn't know what to think about God. There was frustration. There was lots of confusion. There were so many varied ideas... Everybody you talked to had some other idea who God was or what gods were, what religion's all about, what spirituality was all about. I got up when, uh, Wednesday and pulled out the USA Today big article called uh, "Soul Secrets," and I put it on the overhead for you. It's a neat—it's a website that you can go to, and you don't have to sign your name, and you just express your frustration spiritually. So nobody can make fun of you or say, well, are you crazy? What do you believe that for? All those kind of things. Let me read you a couple of the things. I thought they were very interesting. Here's the first one. An individual writes in, we don't know who it is. It's somebody that's really truly writing this. I am so confused spiritually. And I don't have anyone around me to talk to without freaking them out. I'm not sure what or in whom I believe. See, if you'd ask that person, God with us, I have some more. What does it say about me if I really only get excited about my faith during Christmas? Another one, different person. I never feel like I prayed enough. The last one, I fight periods of doubt that my faith is not as strong as others in the Christian faith, and I'm scared that I've lost touch with God. You see, there's just as much confusion about God and spirituality today as there was 2,000 years ago. And it's not just in this website, it's in this campus here and our other three campuses. If you'd be honest, you'd be asking some of these questions. Is God approachable or is he uncaring and uninvolved with mankind? Can we ever please God? Can we ever do enough good things? How does a person get to heaven? Is it really true that there's many ways? You see, there's even people today, well, it's called deism. And they believe this, that God, the one true God created the heavens and the earth, created people. He set it all in motion, cut it all in place, and then said, see ya. And that he's removed from us. He's far from us and has really nothing to do with us. So that would be an interesting statement. God with us. A great old Bible teacher from many years ago, A.W. Tozer, wrote this. Thinking about God is the most important part of our being. Well, if you read the Bible at all, you can answer some of those questions. We know that God was personally involved with people... Right from the start, Adam and Eve in the garden, God walked with him and talked with them. He wasn't aloof. He was there. But as time went on in in the Old Testament, there were more pagan gods that came to be. People that were Israelites, they got confused about God. And so eventually God says, I'm going to clarify it all. I'm going to give a prophecy that when it happens, it will clear up this deal about spirituality. And so 750 years before Jesus was born, 750 years before Jesus was born, God gave this prophecy through a great prophet by the name of Isaiah. You see it here. Look at it at all our campuses. All right then, the Lord himself will give you the sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and will call him, we just sang it, Emmanuel, which means God is with us. This was God's promise that he, God Jehovah, the one true God, would be coming to this earth in the form of a human infant. Yet this baby would be born God, God himself in human form, something we'd never seen before or we'll never see again. Now, just before Jesus is born, an angel comes to Joseph And that gives a repeat of this prophecy. Now you talk about somebody that's confused as Joseph. You just saw it. He sees Mary. She's with child. He's never been with her. She says, I've never been with anyone else, but the Holy Spirit has impregnated me. Well, to clear up his confusion, look what God says. Matthew chapter 1. You see it. And she will have a son speaking the angel to Joseph. And you're to name him Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. Now, all of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through the prophet, the one I just read, and here it is again, verse 23. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son. They will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. So what happened 2,000 years ago on the night of Jesus' birth? Well, here's what happened. As part of his eternal plan, always had been his plan, God stepped out of heaven, And he put skin on. John writes it like this. So the word Jesus became human. And he made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. So what happened 2,000 years ago? Here it is. Jesus was God with skin on. Amazing. Jesus was God with skin on. Jesus was God who became a man. This newborn Jesus was co-equal, co-eternal, co-existent with God the Father and God the Holy Spirit as they always had been as the Trinity forever. Now, I was reading over the last few weeks and somebody wrote that statement. God with skin on wrote it like this. I love it. In Jesus, God put skin on and he moved into our neighborhood. I like it, don't you? That's personal. You see, that is what? That is God with us. Well, why did God send Jesus here? Why did Jesus come and put skin on? And here we are on a night where there's all over the world all kinds of celebrations on Christmas Eve. Why did Jesus come? I want to give you three reasons. And I think it will begin to clarify, maybe crystallize your understanding of the difference between a relationship with God and religion. The first one is this. Jesus came to earth to show us what God was really like. Now, if you didn't have the Bible and none of your teachers in Sunday school or whatever, or none of the pastors had a Bible, how would you know what God was like? You wouldn't have any idea what God was like. And as he revealed himself to you, you had no clue what God's like. Of course, we know that in the Old Testament, he did reveal himself to us. Again, to some individuals, very few, but basically through his word. But as you begin to think about that, Jesus came here because people were confused about God. Jesus himself said this. He's talking to one of the disciples and he says this. Anyone who has seen me as seen the father what jesus was saying is this if you want to know what god is like look at me and how i live among you if you're confused about god just watch how i do life and as you watch me you'll know what god is like cuz i'm god so that was an amazing clarity for these people as people watched jesus ministry and what he did, clearly he saw, they saw how he dealt with people. They saw that Jesus saw needs. He cared to meet the needs. He would come to where hurting people were. And when he left, the problem was over. You see, seeing Jesus and how he lived would end much of the confusion about God. You see, when Jesus stepped out of heaven, he was love with skin on. And he just didn't talk about love. He loved. And so people that before thought that God was distant, as they watched Jesus, he wasn't distant. He was approachable. He loved people. You know, I have lots of kids here tonight. You know, kids, Jesus loved kids. So you can tell a lot by a person if they like kids. If kids go to them, they're a good kind of person, right? Amen. By the way, there's no confusion in our church. If you're visiting, I can just tell you that there's no confusion in our couples, our married couples in our church. We have so many kids. They're not confused how kids come. It's okay. It's fine. They understand. And we have more and more and more and more kids. It's a good thing. But see, as people watch Jesus, he loved to be around people. Well, what does that tell me about God? God loves to be around people he made us so he wasn't distant he was approachable he was not uncaring but loving in fact he loved us so much he wanted to live among us he put on skin and he moved into our neighborhood now we're going to practice a little bit so you can remember You have a neighbor next to you. And in a moment, we're just going to turn to that neighbor and we're going to all say this together. It's going to be here on the screen. God is with us. So We're just going to say that on the count of three. Everybody get ready here. One, two, three. Here we go. God is with us. Could I hear an amen somewhere in the house? By the way, do you believe he is? Yes, Yes, he is. He's right here. Now, some of you are still unsure. And so the first thing that Jesus did, he came... And people watched him and they could tell that Jesus, well, he sees, he cares, he comes and he delivers. A lot of people don't understand that today. Well, the second reason Jesus came, put skin on and came was this. Number two, Jesus came to earth to show us how to do life right. If we didn't have the Bible, we wouldn't know how to do life right. The Bible is our roadmap for how to live, how to marry, How to date, how to be a good boss, how to be a good employee, how to take care of the country, how to take care of poor people, what to do for this seed, what to do when people hurt you, what to do as I need to forgive you. I mean, everything is there. It's God's manual for us. But most people have the wrong concept of God because they never open the Bible. They don't hear the Bible taught. They're confused because they've never seen God's manual for operation, which tells us about God and how to do life. Well, one of the misconceptions lots of people have is this, that they think God is basically against them, impossible to please, always sending people to hell, allowing bad things to happen to good people. But the truth is, God wants and loves to bless people. God is not against us. He's for us. Everything you have, the Bible says, is a gift from God. In the beginning, God, everything we have, the breath you breathe tonight, is from God. If you have a child with you tonight, that child is a gift from God. If you're married tonight... By the way, the Bible says nothing about teenagers. Okay, we'll just get through that quickly. Okay. If you're married tonight, your spouse is a gift from God. Men, you should have said amen there. That would have been worth a lot of points. What is wrong with you? So let me try it. If you're married tonight, men, and you have a wife, that's a gift from God. Oh, hallelujah. Okay, so points, that's points. Just remind your wife. And you tell her. I I said it the first time. I just didn't say it loud. You just go ahead and do that. All right. So what happened? Jesus came to our earth. All of our campuses. Listen. Jesus came to our earth. And he experienced life like any other human being. Like you. And like me. When Jesus came to earth, he breathed our air. He walked in our shoes. He felt our pain, he experienced our sorrows, and he understood frustration and how frustrating life can be. You see, tonight, God knows exactly what you're going through. And the Bible actually says he's touched with the things you're going through. See, life is sometimes very difficult. And so when Jesus came, well, he helped us see that God wants to help us through the great times and the kind of tough times that all of us experience. Now, how do we do life right? There's really only one way. And Jesus said it like this. Watch me. Here in Melbourne and Vieira and Sebastian, watch me. As Jesus began to do life, and, and he was blessed, and he was so powerful, and he touched so many people's lives... The disciples kind of were watching. What's the deal here? What's the connection between God and Jesus? And here was the connection. When Jesus came to earth, even though he was God, he acted 100% dependent on God. He didn't live independent from God. In fact, Jesus says it like this. In John 5, 19. So Jesus explained, because they were confused. I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does. So Jesus came and he was dependent on God. Jesus knew that sinful man is I selfish, I boss. But Jesus knew there was only one boss, and that was God. So, as he began to walk with the disciples, he made it personal. He didn't just say, here's the rules, do life. He made this great statement. He said, come and follow me. Watch my example. Here at Calvary Chapel, we don't use the term Christian too much anymore. It's a great term, but pretty much everybody in America thinks they're a Christian. So we use the term Christ follower. I'm actually following him today. Oh, I'm going by the manual, but I have a personal relationship, you see, because God is with us. Well, as that began to happen, it caused confusion with people in the world because they were never following God, they were just living life together. But here's the principle you need to understand. This is what Jesus was saying. He was saying to these people, God wants to do life with you. And I want to say to you tonight, God wants to do life with you. And it really doesn't get any better than that. Because people cannot live successfully without God. You can't do it. I don't care how much money you have, I don't care your education, I don't care the buildings you own, I don't care all, impossible to do life successfully without God. One time a prophet in the Old Testament, Jeremiah, made this statement. Listen to it. I know, O Lord, that a man's life is not his own. It is not for man to direct his steps. You see, people were made to be dependent on God. That's not a bad thing. I mean, how about being dependent on all-knowing, all-powerful God? I'll go for it. How about you? You see, we think that's wrong. No, that's right. I need direction and help and comfort. So Jesus said, if you follow me, you'll find that my direction, my wisdom, the way I deal with people, how I do everyday life, comes from the Father. That's exactly what you need. That's exactly what I need. Now, to do that, you have to understand, without God, life is boring. It's a treadmill going nowhere. Some of you are on that tonight. Without life, God has, well, God doesn't allow purpose to come to us. There's no fulfillment. It's meaningless. It doesn't matter how busy you are. When it's quiet, it's empty. That's why people crying out, confused, because they're trying to do life alone. But when we do life with God, that brings purpose and fulfillment and meaning. And Jesus Christ came to show us that God is for us and he wants to do life with us. So we're going to practice again. But this time you're going to practice with a neighbor on the other side of you. Now let me put on the overhead before you say it. I want to make a little, a little zip to you. What if I said this tonight? I'm practicing. I'll be you. God is for us. Hallelujah. No, when you see the big letter for and the big letter, big words, in block letters, for and with, that means God is for us. So let's see if we can do it right on all the campuses. So kill your neighbor's ear. Here we go. One, two, three. God is for us. And yeah. you got it.
0: Are you sometimes confused about who God is or what he is? Don't worry. You're not alone. 2,000 years ago, many people were confused about who God is, too. They had many religions that they could follow and many gods that were involved with those religions. But God, the one true God, told them that he would be coming to them in the person of Jesus Christ. Pastor Mark told us that Jesus was God with skin on. You've been listening to Lessons for Living, the teaching ministry of Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. Each day here on Lessons for Living, we share messages that Pastor Mark taught at the main campus in Melbourne. Maybe you're listening right now in Brevard County and you don't have a home church and today's message was exactly what you were looking for. Join us for worship. We meet at the Melbourne and Vieira campuses on Saturday night at 6 p.m. and Sunday morning at 8.30 and 10.45 a.m. And those in the Sebastian area can join us Sunday mornings at 10.45 a.m. For more information, call us toll-free at 866-779-3441. That's 866-779-3441. Or log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. There is a misconception in the world today that good people can go to heaven. This belief is wrong. We will hear how only people who have been forgiven can go to heaven. That's why Jesus was born in a manger so many years ago, so that God could come to us in the form of Jesus Christ and form a relationship with us so that we could be forgiven. That is why Jesus came, so we could actually see God with skin on. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time. On behalf of Pastor Mark and the entire fellowship at Calvary Chapel Melbourne, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas.
1: Have seen and our ears have heard His word made flesh in a hurting world. A new hope He is giving. Lord, let us hear your lessons.